There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome to Spiritual Queen's Badass Podcast, the number one spirituality podcast on iTunes. My name is Emma Mumford and I'm your host. I'm the UK's leading law of attraction expert, award-winning life coach, two times best-selling author, manifestation YouTuber, speaker, and badass spiritual queen. I'm here to help you awaken and turn your dream life into an abundant reality and help you create your positively wealthy life full of happiness, abundance, and joy. I do this through sharing the power of law of attraction and spirituality. I hope my podcast will inspire you to raise your game and start living your best life today. Without further ado, let's get started with this week's episode. Hello gorgeous souls and welcome back to another one of my Spiritual Queen's Badass Podcast episodes. Today we have the lovely Tara Marino with us. So Tara, if you don't know, is the founder and CEO of Elegant Femme, a French clothing designer, a mentor for women returning to the truth of their souls worldwide. After tragically losing her newborn son, she turned inward, uncovering the beauty and abundance around her and slowly but surely returned to wholeness. Welcome to the show, Tara. How are you doing? Thank you so much. I'm wonderful. I feel honored to be here. I'm really excited to connect. And you and I obviously speak the same language. So I'm really excited to see what spirit brings forward today. Yay. Well, I'm so excited to dive into your journey and learn more about yeah, everything that you do because you have such an incredible business. And then obviously you're like super spiritual at the same time. So I can't wait to dive into all the intricacies of this. But one question, Tara, I ask everybody who comes on the yeah. show, first of all, is when did you spiritually awaken? What's your story? Ah, la, la. What a question. You know, I saw that. I was like, okay, where do we start? I feel like we all have these defining moments that we remember mm-hmm. spiritually awakening. I think we probably have the opportunity to spiritually reawaken every single day in the choices that we make and the places that we embody our power. I would say the first time I really recognized that for myself was about a year after my son passed away and I was sitting in front of the fireplace in Arizona and I had all this lawyer paper work around me because there was an opportunity to file a lawsuit. And I remember sitting there really in a lot of victim, like screaming with God, like, why, why me, why me, why me? And we always find what we're looking for. 
right? This is why we have the opportunity to be really careful about the questions we're asking. So from that place of victim, I could have found, I was finding a lot of reasons why I deserve to be punished. Had an abortion when I was 17. I could have been a better daughter. I mean, every, everything that I could find that felt like I was deserving of this situation. And I heard this really quiet voice stay, stop asking why and start asking how, how are you going to choose to have this affect the rest of your life? And it was that moment of empowerment, that moment of choice, that moment of recognition of my true co-creative power that existed no matter what the situation was. And I won't say it was easy in that moment, but I did feel that remembering in that moment of who I was and that there was more. Mm. And what a moment to, you know, to face, because I feel like, you know, along our manifesting journey, all of us face hardship, all of us face these tribulations in life. But I feel like that in particular is a huge moment that maybe not many will encounter where you really are kind of tested really and you're kind of like why would this happen and I think you know there's so much talk of do we manifest things or is it you know a soul contract and I think it's not what we need in that moment because in that moment like you say it it is that remembering of like this has happened but how can I move forward with that that's a really beautiful nuance because I feel like there there's so many layers you know, to, to these kind of conversations and spirituality. And I do deeply believe that I do have a soul contract and did have a, did, did do have a soul contract with my son, Mason, and that in his death, it burst myself. And that moment, it wouldn't have mattered if God would have come down and told me what the soul contract was. I couldn't receive it. So there are evolutions for me, right? I think for all of us around the spiritual awakening of what level of conversation we require at any particular point in time. So, you know, I love that you're bringing up that nuance because we're multidimensional beings, you know, and it's at points, it's like, well, the response I require now is just how can I move forward? And is there a deeper why? Of course. Of course, but it couldn't be answered from a place of victim. It required to be answered from a place of wholeness. Absolutely. And I think, you know, we all kind of search for those answers in these kind of trenches of life moments where we want a higher reason. We want that kind of bird's eye view of like, ah, this is why something's happened or this is why I'm going through something. But as you say, you know, we just don't have that until we have the beauty of hindsight. And in that moment, we have to be in the trenches. We have to be in the really shit feelings and go through that grief and that loss. And that is the essence of being human, as you say. And I think, you know, anybody listening who's gone through that themselves, you know, losing a child or, you know, losing anybody in their life. I think it would just be good for them to hear that you can see a bigger picture now, even if it didn't make sense in the midst of it. Yeah. I think that that's so important what you're bringing forward because I feel like we have a tendency, especially as we grow spiritually to unintentionally want to bypass the human experience. So I had a, a miscarriage seven years ago now after a really difficult IVF and we had seen the baby's heartbeat and everything was amazing. And I literally thought when I lost that baby, I shouldn't be upset. 
I lost a child in my arms. Like, why is this affecting me? I wanted to press the shortcut on the grief button. Like I'm spiritual. I know everything's going to be okay. I know this is working out for me. I know it's in my highest good. I know there's beauty here. Why am I hurting? And I literally was judging my human experience, really wanting to, you know, as I'm sure we're all familiar with the term spiritual bypass. It's such a place that that is easy to reach into as we grow inside of our spiritual awakening to forget the preciousness and really the necessity of the human experience. Hmm. I feel. I I feel. (laughs) I couldn't agree more. So um, Tara, your work focuses on ease and flow. And I am absolutely here for that, especially (sighs) in our working day. So how can we set up our day to support ease and flow? And why is this important? Yeah. So in this moment that I was just sharing with you is when I, and everything changed for me, really hearing this voice and started to connect with these three aspects of myself every day. And literally I used to feel like I was Humpty Dumpty putting myself back together again. You know, that nursery rhyme, like every day, how can I just piece together myself a bit more and a bit more? And I created a system called the Fem Types naturally for my own healing. And I was connecting with my indie which is the being aspect of who we are, the Frenchie, which is the enjoying, the pleasure, the body image, the relationships, and the New Yorker, which is the aligned action, the prosperity, and the power. And so flowing through, we have a a special sequence that I found supported me from that moment of moving from indie Frenchie to New Yorker energy. So here's what I mean. I'll, I'll say the opposite of what the majority of us do. We wake up and we don't even go into real New Yorker energy. We go into faux New Yorker energy, which is grab the phone. What does somebody need from me? How much do I require to get done? And we base our value and our self-worth on many things like how much we do or how much we make or how much we're performing or the proving energy. And this takes us completely out of our flow. So the way that I set up my days and the way that I support women in setting up theirs is to move from the indie energy first thing in the morning, the connecting with the who we are in many ways, right? There's many, many ways to do it. It's unlimited. Moving from the indie and then into the Frenchie, not bypassing the Frenchie energy to go straight into New Yorker energy and get all the things done. So really prioritizing our bodies, prioritizing pleasure, wearing gorgeous lingerie, for example. It's not just about manicures and pedicures. It's really about this deep prioritization of joy as a means of expansion, not as a means of a, of a treat when all the work is done. We do mm-hmm. it first. We honor it first. And then moving into the New Yorker energy, which is the power and the prosperity. And then we unwind the rest of the day. We move from New Yorker to Frenchie back to Indy. So I found that for myself and so many women, this supports a natural organic flow for us to move through the day and honor really all of who we are. Mm. And I suppose this flows beautifully into like cyclical living as well, because I'm more familiar with that. And, you know, like for me, you know, I know they always say like the 24 hour day is set up for what do they call it? Like a cock clock, not like for women. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) I love that. I never heard that before. That's fantastic. (laughs) 
<laughs> my friends coined it and it just makes me laugh because oh. that's the only way I can blum and remember it now but right. it's true that you know our working day is set up you know for men primarily yeah. and yeah. women do have more you know cyclical living they do have to listen to their bodies more their cycles yeah. more their menstrual yes. cycles more. yes and I think when we're kind of like in that divine and I'm totally guilty of this when we're in that divine masculine fem um, divine masculine energy you know we're like pushing and forcing and like you know how much can I get done today how can yeah. I be my most productive self and I found that that was just causing burnout causing yeah. all sorts of havoc for my body and my health and actually like you say by going slow creating that ease and flow and really tuning into my body and you know not necessarily like you say treating myself for being productive but actually setting exactly. myself up with that you know niceness and um kind of like romanticizing your life like having that yes. anyway creates abundance as we know yes. because we have to take inspired action we can't say oh when that happens I'll wear that nice underwear or do that nice thing it's like no you deserve it anyway it's not just a treat like when you have it here you create the container for more of that energy right it's so true and that's what I'm talking about also is prioritizing it truly as a as a way of experiencing more of who we are. And there are so many simple things that we can do. Like I have a gold tray that I have my tea on every morning. There are little teeny things that we can do that reflect to us our own experience of beauty, of pleasure, of joy. And I find it so important for us to, because we all know, we all know that we know that we know. It's not an not a question of knowing. It's a question of remembering, I believe, and a question of actually living into the knowing. So knowing that pleasure is important or that joy is important is one thing, but actually gifting it to ourselves consistently as a means of expansion, like you're saying, right? Mm -hmm. It's this idea that we don't have time. When I skip these things in my life, when I skip the honoring of my Frenchie, when I, when I skip these core, my indie, these core elements and go straight into New Yorker, it may seem logically like I'm saving time, but in the long run, I am wasting so much time Mm -hmm. because the amount of energetic, universal, spiritual support I receive when I'm in alignment with who I am, life, lifetimes move, Mm -hmm. right? Like meditation. When I talk to my clients, like I don't have time to meditate. I'm like, I don't have time not to, because do you know how many things clear (laughs) when we're in this space that typically we might be working out inside of the physical world? Mm. oh my gosh so true and I think it's like that intentional living as well isn't it like being deeply intentional with ourselves our practices like I come across a lot in my work people always say well Emma surely being intentional takes up more time and I'm like no it actually frees up more of your time because you're being intentional you're creating that joy you're being in that present moment and you know all the wonderful things you've said as well so yeah, I think it's interesting how we're kind of taught that it's, oh no, it's going to take up more time. But actually, like you said, you can't afford not to meditate. Yeah, it's it's like a timeless way of experiencing life. I mean, I'm, ah, I'm so grateful for everything I've been through, honestly, just sitting here with you in this moment and recognizing how far I've come on my own journey to be able to really live into my life in a way that's of service. I mean, it's available to all of us. It's not just mm-hmm. a special few, you know? Absolutely. So Tara, what are yes. the femme types and how can we harness um, femme types to, you know, come into alignment with our desires? How can we use them to help us manifest? Yes. So I explained them a tiny bit already. So 
these are the aspects that I came up with again, just on my own. Like I need, I need this part of myself and I would name this part, the indie and then the Frenchie and the New Yorker. And I was actually sketching lingerie at the time because after I lost my son, I hated my body. I had been breastfeeding. I had a freezer full of breast milk. I didn't even want to take a shower. So this idea of just a tiny bit of joy each day felt so healing. So I created the femtypes and started utilizing them on my own and then started coaching other women through that had lost children. They asked, what was I doing? And I said, oh, I have my femtypes, just easy, easy. And then it grew and now coaching thousands and thousands of women around the world on the femtypes. And in order to be in alignment with them, first is the recognition that they exist right inside of us. We all have all three. It's not about just operating in one or the other. It really is about aligning with all three. And we do support women with a beautiful femme design assessment to see which femme types are being underutilized. And then the simple flow that I shared with you, really connecting with the femme types every single day, asking yourself, who do I require to be today? What do I require to enjoy today? And what is the one thing I require to do that will move me towards my vision? We're not looking for 3 million things on the to-do list just so that we can check them off and feel powerful or special. We're really listening to this deep, innate aspect of us that knows the one thing that will create momentum to allow us to be in resonance with our vision. And I think that's so important. Like you say, that momentum and... I literally live and breathe alignment as well, Tara. I'm like, you must have alignment to have manifestations. So you're speaking my language here, but it's it's so important, like you say, to to check in because alignment changes yeah. every day. And like what I need on a Monday is different to what I need on a Friday, for example. So I think so it's true. just those simple questions you mentioned there are great because again, we can just listen to ourselves, honor ourselves. And that is how we come into alignment by that honoring process and listening process. So um yeah, I love that. And how can we kind of tell what, because obviously like you've given us the descriptions of the New Yorker, the French and the indie, but how can we sort of tell kind of a moment to moment in the day, which one we're in? So really you're going to, the opportunity is to be connected with all three consistently, right? It's not, let me put one on the back burner. When we follow the FemFlow, which we call the essential support structure for the modern woman, and we really focus certain aspects of of the day on those particular femtypes, there's an activation that takes place. So the being in the indie might feel like a calm, a connection. There's an awareness that everything is good, even when outside circumstances are less than ideal. The indie femtype supports us in increasing our capacity to receive without feeling like we need to do something to receive what it is we desire. The Frenchie is that that beauty, that connection of joy and embodiment and with our relationships. So when we move from the Indie to the Frenchie energy, honoring making a beautiful meal, right? All Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. 
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. These are important aspects. What I really want to mention is that the unwinding portion of the day is really important. So when we're in that New Yorker energy to not just stay in that New Yorker energy, have dinner and open up the laptop at the end of the day, right before we go to bed, this unwinding process is really important as well. And again, this is why we created that the free assessment that we can share with your audience later to really identify which femme types they're underutilizing which ones they need to focus more on and really simple, beautiful ways for them to see what their personal connection is with each femme type. Because as you said, our alignment is going to look different on every day. So it's a personal, intimate relationship that we have. Love that. Love that. So again, I love that you talk about this, Tara, because I have recently done a podcast episode of going from girl boss to soul boss. So I'm really excited to hear what you have to say about this. So why do you believe hustle culture is dead? And how can we stop doing more as a means of value and self-worth? This is such a good question. You know, I, I think first that we require a lot of compassion inside for the way that we have been operating up until this point. The last thing we need as women is more guilt or more wrongness in our formula or any kind of, like we were talking about earlier, punishment energy. I feel like, and I was just talking about this with my clients at a recent event that we held. I feel like we went through this period where, you know, all the way back to the, the feminine movement where we couldn't vote or all of these things at first. And then we went into the workforce. There was a pride of like, we can do it. We Mm. can do it. We can work. We can do what men can do. And yes, I understand that there was a lot of pride there. And I think somewhere along the way that pride got crisscrossed into a sense of value just because we can does not mean we should. And I feel like we got lost along that path of this is what we need to do in order to be valued in order to be worthy, in order to be seen as special, in order to prove that we've worked hard enough to receive that which we desire. I feel not just women, I feel the whole entire consciousness is waking up to a deeper truth that not only is that not true, it doesn't actually really work. It really doesn't work. When we all sit back and we say, okay, is that actually working for me. The more I work, the more I hustle, the more I force, the more I push. Is it actually providing me with the feeling I'm telling myself it does? Do I feel better? Do I feel like I've proven myself? Do I feel more valuable? 
No. (laughs) Okay, so hold on. Let's pull back and see what really does then provide us with the feeling that we're wanting to associate with. What allows us to feel valuable? What allows us to feel aligned? What allows us to be aware of the recognition of our worthiness? It's not hustle. Not hustle. So I feel like as a collective consciousness, we're all waking up to a deeper truth and a deeper experience of what's available to us in life. Again, the embodiment of what we're talking about, not just the knowledge. We have, we've all had the knowledge. You know, I think there's a, a different level of embodiment available to those of us who are saying yes at this level. Absolutely. And I feel like since especially lockdown and COVID times, I feel like the mindset just has massively shifted. Like I feel like we all had kind of like burnout in 2020 when we realized, oh my God, we've been working like this and now our whole schedule's clear and the world's changed. But I mean, I don't know about yourself, Tara, but 2020 was like my busiest year in the business. So I feel like a lot of us who are like online helping people, self-help people then got totally packed up and busy because everyone needed the help at that point so it was then like even for me I was like wow okay so the world slowed down but now I'm working more and then I went into burnout and then 2021 again the same thing happened so it was really interesting how I think and you know my partner who's employed even his his mindset's changed so much around like work and I think people now don't necessarily want to hustle and push and force you know they want to enjoy life more they want to enjoy their life outside of work and I think that's a really good shift that's happened and even for myself the last few years I've really become mindful of it of like you can't burn out anymore like you don't and I turned 30 this summer and it was almost like overnight I was like I do not want my 30s to be hustle. I don't want it to be the same energy. I want to go slower. I want to enjoy the fruits of my labor. I want to feel in that feminine energy more. So it's just really interesting how we've all kind of really shifted since lockdown. Have you noticed that? I have. And I think it's actually incredibly courageous for us to slow down. The easier default is to just try to keep pace with what everybody else is doing or what we what we were doing. It's extraordinarily courageous to say, how do I really want to experience my own life? You know, we, we started this conversation with that awareness that we all go through difficult things, or it's, whether it's losing someone or losing an identity or a dream or whatever the circumstance might be. And life has this way, right, of shaking us up a little bit and reminding us, we're not going to be in this particular physical form forever. So really that beautiful, which I know can feel so cliche, but that deepening moment inside of how do I really want to live my life, mine, 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 it's ours. It's ours. And I don't, I, I don't think we slow down enough often, you know, not everyone to the extent that we can to really answer that question and then live into it. So I completely agree. And it is really scary. Like this summer, I took two months off the first time I've ever done that in the whole decade. I've been (laughs) self-employed and I was worried. I was like, is my whole business going to fall apart? Like, is everybody going to lose interest? Like, how can I possibly take two months out of my business? Like, will my team be okay? But obviously nothing bad happened. I put the systems in place. I'd worked so hard that everything was supported and everything did work. So it 
seamlessly worked and the universe, you know, stepped up and supported me and was like, okay, you're going to take this time off. We're going to support that. But at the time, I didn't know if that was going to happen. And I, you know, I always remember Marie Forleo saying, you know, simplify to amplify. And I really found that by taking that time off, like Mm. fully stopping, fully resting, I was able to get so much awareness on how I wanted to simplify the business. I was able to get so much perspective on my life, on my healing, inner work, so much. But I wouldn't have been able to do that if I didn't fully stop because we are great at busying ourselves, aren't we? We're great at being busy humans. And really the goodness is in that slowing down. And I do believe by slowing down, we can actually speed up in life because we're creating that space to take those next steps, to up level, to come into alignment because we're really stripping everything back at that point. But also it is that feminine energy of receiving, Mm -hmm. isn't it? Because the masculine wants to push, the masculine wants to take action. And I think because I'm so used to being in that energy, the thought of slowing down and letting the universe support me was like, whoa, when actually the most healing thing I've ever done. I love that you did that. I've taken multiple sabbaticals along my career. I take months off at a time. I feel like you're saying what we were talking about with the meditation. It actually mm-hmm. saves time. You know, and there is a trust in life. There's a trust in the universe. There's a trust when we take the hands off the wheel and mm-hmm. stop with the busyness to really, like you're saying, cre- uh, create the space and allow the space for the magic to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, we think we know everything that we need and we don't. And it is that stepping back, leaning back into life and saying, okay, show me. And slowing down does that. And it is scary. You're right. It's that, oh my gosh, is everything going to fall apart? And then it's that moment of like, okay, well, even if so, I'm going to be okay. Hmm. Like if this is what I know I need for me, bring it. Like whatever needs to happen, whatever's in support of the highest good, can we be a yes for that? Like a full yes for that and see what happens. I love that. I love that. So what are the three aspects every woman requires to activate more beauty, more pleasure and more power in her life? So we talked about already the Indie, the Frenchie and the New Yorker. Like those are really the three aspects that support all of this in alignment. And I know it's so, so simple, like so simple that I've been trying to argue myself out of it for the past 22 years. But really being in alignment with the femme types is what has supported me in co-creating the life that I have, you know, having a fashion line, having a gorgeous coaching business, writing a book, like all of these beautiful things of marriage that I have now, oh my gosh, going on 23 years of marriage. It's all being in alignment with these particular aspects, the Frenchie, the Indie and the New Yorker. Amazing. And can we do this test on your website to find out the archetypes like you were saying? Yes, we actually have something special for your audience. So elegantfemme.com forward slash Emma. And your audience can take uh, the beautiful femme design assessment quiz there. Just 60 seconds and it'll show exactly which femme type you are predominantly operating in and which two femme types you are underutilizing. So cool. You'll actually get percentages. It's, It's very, very cool. Well, I know what I'm doing tonight then. And I will link it below. Tell me. When you get your results, you'll have to share them with me. Tell me. 
<laughs> I will, I will. So let's talk more about grief then. So how does grief play a part in our healing journey? And how did you heal after the loss of your son? I know that's probably quite a weighty question because yeah. did we ever really heal from something like that? Yeah. But for anybody listening who's gone through that experience themselves, like what advice would you give them? Yeah, I think that what I've come to recognize for myself and my experience is that grief is a part of a beautiful life. And when I say that, it's it's not because we need to look for grief or that we have to include any unnecessary ingredients in our own formula of growth and evolution. It's what I've seen, it's what I've experienced, and it's what I've seen in, in really everybody that I love. I think that we can be so afraid of loss mm. that we close our hearts. We can be so afraid of that feeling of pain and undescribable, just ugh, like ache that we tend to close our hearts. And I feel like the opportunity and the, and the lesson, at least that I've received in grief is can we keep our hearts open through it? Mm. Can we allow it to, to penetrate the peace inside of us that desires to continue to love, that desires to continue to be open to the life experience. And, you know, I, I would not have said that before my last miscarriage because I really felt like I checked grief off of my spiritual curriculum list. <laughs> I've been there. I've done that. God, thank you very much. I'm good. I passed that. Like I, I passed that test. I did good. I've, and then to feel grief again, I mean, I really spiraled. Like mm-hmm. it, it's not a enjoyable experience, certainly from the intellect where we're wanting to control and not feel the depth, but my God, is it a soul awakening life remembering experience that allows us to feel it allows us to feel and i also believe that we can breathe into the experience and perhaps even the truth that love exists no matter what like just because the the thing is gone or the person is gone in the physical world like the love is still here mm-hmm. the love is really timeless and so i have found that grief is an extraordinary part of living a beautiful soul-led life. Mm. And I always love, like I'm probably going to like get this quote really wrong, but I always love this quote that grief is the product of love. So the Mm. fact that we feel grief is proof that we have loved. And I think that's really beautiful because like you said there, like love is at the core essence of everything and we wouldn't feel that grief and that loss and that whole, that, oh, if we hadn't, loved and obviously you know that's why we tend to close our hearts off like you say because then it's too painful and we don't want to ever open up to that again or experience that you know feeling or or loss but you know change is an ever constant in our life and you know that's one thing I've really had to like get comfortable with in my own life is change is gonna constantly happen whether we like it or not and the world keeps spinning life keeps moving and it's navigating those really tricky emotions but allowing yourself to do it not bypassing like you said in the beginning and yes you know honoring that grief honoring every single ugly raw emotion that that is going to come up in that process so Tara obviously you've mentioned about your miscarriages the loss of your son so where is your life now obviously you mentioned you're married but do you have any children 
I do. I do. I have my boys. Thank goodness for my boys. So now I have two boys. One of them is 20 years old and the other one is 17. So I have been very fortunate. I have these two gorgeous sons now. My oldest is playing soccer in college and my youngest is about to graduate his senior year. And then my husband and I are going to get on a sailboat and sail around the world. So that's what's next for the Merino chapter. I love that plan. That sounds yeah, like a it's a good plan. plan. It's a good plan. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see it all unfold. But yes, that's my husband's biggest dream. He supported me in moving to France and raising our children there. And, you know, this is something that he deeply desires. So it's time for him to take the lead, literally, and sail the boat. And I will be completely in my feminine energy because he's the skipper of the ship. So it's kind of cool to, to have that experience. Oh, well, I'm so excited for you to do that. That sounds amazing. Tara, what is one piece of life advice that you would like to leave my lovely listeners with today? Stop making yourself wrong and let yourself feel good. I love that. Pointing. Simple, <laughs> simple as that. You know, so much can unravel just from that. When we stop making ourselves wrong and really allow ourselves to feel good, Everything changes. Our resonance, our vibration, our energy, our focus, our attention, what we receive. So, yeah. Love that. Thank you so much for sharing that. So, Tara, where can everybody find you if they want to learn more about your work or take the quiz that we mentioned? Yeah, so we'll have the quiz. I think you're going to put it in the show notes, right? Elegantfemme.com forward slash Emma. And then, of course, on Instagram, Tara Ann Marino or elegantfemme.ef. And then we have our beautiful Soul Led Life podcast, which uh, I think you're going to be on. So this would be fantastic. Um, women can meet us there as well. Yes. And I will do the test before that. So I can yeah, do the test. Do the test so we can go deep into your femme types and see where you are. I love that. Well, thank you so much, Tara, for coming on today. It's honestly been such a joy chatting with you, learning more about you and your journey. And I've just loved talking all things alignment and ease. Like I'm here for this all day long. So I'm sure everybody listening has taken so much from this as well. So thank you so much for sharing your pearls of wisdom with us today. Thank you so much, Emma. I really appreciate it being on the show. I'm sending you so much love, so much celebration, so much joy. So thank you so much, gorgeous souls, for listening to Tara and I's conversation today. I really hope you enjoyed it. And of course, you can find anything that we've mentioned in the show notes below. And if you want to learn anything more about myself, my coaching, my books, my videos, or anything else that I have to offer, you can find it all at emmamumford.co.uk. So thank you so much, gorgeous souls, for listening. I appreciate all your views and listens. Don't forget to subscribe if you're new here, because I would love, love to see you again soon. Don't forget you can also join my free Law of Attraction support group over on Facebook where I can join myself and other like-minded souls where we talk all things Law of Attraction and spirituality. I hope you have an amazing week whatever you're up to and I'll see you all in my next podcast episode which will be next week. Lots of love. Hold up, what was that? Boring, no flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.